Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Area bridges like at the Bay Bridge, very foggy in all the open lanes, three to the west and two to the east. Light volume, so the delays aren't there, but it is slowing things down just a little bit as people take caution with the reduced visibility. In Virginia, up and down the 95 corridor, seeing some of that fog as well. Also, some areas of patchy rain as well as so. Again, take it easy in all the open lanes. No need to speed. No issues on the freeway as you leave 14th Street across Washington to the 11th Street Bridge. The third street on a wide open in either direction. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Our afternoon will be so much better than this morning. In fact, I'm going to say today's going to be a fantastic Friday once this fog gets out of here. Right now, though, we still have just that. Fog across the area should be uh, lifting through the morning hours. A few showers also left lingering. And check out the temperatures, mid-50s to mid-60s throughout the area area later today with some sunshine will get up to around 70 degrees with our afternoon temperature. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 62 degrees in Washington and 459. Have a fabulous Friday, everybody. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, January 26. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 5 a.m. hour for you Friday on WTOP. Hey, you thought yesterday's weather was wildly mild? Just wait until this Friday afternoon. Six people attacked in Prince George's County and a Rest has been made. This is Kyle Cooper. Alabama carries out the first ever execution by nitrogen gas. A local teacher is on leave following disturbing allegations from his apartment complex. I'm Grace Newton. Ravens fans get into the winning spirit by grabbing up a lot of merch. Flags, lights, purple beads. I'm Mike Marilla. Asian stocks mixed. Wall Street higher. Good morning, 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Stacy Lynn. A controversial death row execution in Alabama. Alabama has executed a convicted killer using nitrogen gas. The protests over the execution of Kenneth Smith had been loud because of the method. Smith was one of two men convicted in the 1988 murder-for-hire killing of Elizabeth Sennett. Prosecutors said he and another man were each paid $1,000 by Sennett's pastor husband, who was deeply in debt and wanted to collect on insurance. Senate son Mike saying after Thursday's execution. Nothing happened here today is going to bring uh, mom back. Nothing. Uh, it's kind of a bittersweet day. His brother Chuck says Smith had to pay for what he'd done. Jennifer Kuiper, CBS News. Alaska Airlines is expected to resume flights on Boeing 737 MAX 9 jets today. The planes have been grounded after a panel blew out midair. But CBS's Chris Van Cleve tells us. Now, the airlines say if you don't want to fly on a MAX 9, they will let you change your flight without an additional cost, uh, as they understand that there will be some people that uh, I want to take a wait-and-see approach to this airplane. Yesterday, Boeing's CEO was back on Capitol Hill facing more questioning about the safety of those planes. In Moscow, Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovitz was in court. 
The judge extending his detention through March, the reporter who's a U.S. citizen, was detained on espionage charges last year. He and his employer denied the allegations, and the government here in the U.S. declared him to be wrongfully detained. Closing arguments are expected today at the E. Jean Carroll defamation trial. She's seeking over $10 million from former President Trump, who was in the courtroom yesterday. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. Trump's entire testimony lasted only four minutes. And when he said before taking the stand, I don't know who the woman is, Judge Kaplan reprimanded him for interrupting. Exiting the courtroom, Trump was overheard saying, quote, this is not America. GOP senators aren't happy that Donald Trump may have killed a bipartisan deal to overhaul U.S. immigration policy and provide more military aid to Ukraine. The former president called the deal meaningless. Senator Lindsey Graham pushing the package. I will say to President Trump, if we can put this package together, you'll have more tools to secure America than you've ever had. More tech layoffs. Salesforce is now cutting around 700 employees. That's about 1% of the company's job force. The cuts come a day after Microsoft announced layoffs. 1,900 workers at Activision Blizzard and Xbox were let go. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 503 on Friday, January 26th. Right now, we're already at 61 degrees. Could top 70 in spots today. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Topping our news is that weather. Areas of heavy fog could slow your commute early this morning. A dense fog advisory is in effect for some parts of our area until 7 a.m. Later, our weird winter warm-up continues. Here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. It's about some dense fog out there this morning. You'll notice it when you step out the door. It's very mild as well, but that milder air moving in and the leftover moisture leading some pockets of uh, limited visibility. Use caution with those kiddos at the bus stop. But by mid-morning, the clouds should start to part. And for the afternoon, get this, low 70s with sunshine. Yeah, that's a spring-like feel here on the last Friday in January. Stay with us for updates on the fog and the temps. We'll bring you traffic and weather on the 8th. A woman is now being held by Prince George's County Police in connection with a series of wild attacks last night in Capitol Heights and Lanham. The first attack happened in Capitol Heights about 5 p.m. when a woman walking on a sidewalk was hit by a car. Deputy Police Chief James McCreary says the next attack happened a short time later on Ritchie Road. Two individuals were struck by a car. The driver then exited the vehicle and stabbed one of the victims who has critical injuries. The person stabbed is 15 years old. After those attacks, two more people were hit by the same car and another person was stabbed and critically injured at a gas station on Addison Road in Lanham. Police say the same person was involved in all of these attacks. A person of interest in the case was arrested late last night. In Prince George's County, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. A D.C. public school teacher has been placed on leave after his apartment complex accused him of indecently exposing himself to others in the building and online. In a statement to WTOP, DCPS confirms that a Houston elementary school teacher is on leave for allegations of inappropriate conduct, but reassured parents those allegations do not involve children. Management at the man's apartment complex accused him of recording lewd acts in the building's public spaces, such as the gym, and posting it to social media. Another resident of the building spoke to NBC4. There are children in the building. This is... 
This is disgusting. DCPS says the teacher is on leave and under investigation. He has not been criminally charged. Grace Newton, WTOP News. The American Red Cross has been urging people to donate blood, citing an emergency shortage. So who is rolling up their sleeves? We spoke to some donors. Marta Wosinska of Chevy Chase was relaxed while she donated blood at the Dr. Charles R. Drew Blood Donation Center at the American Red Cross in D.C. She's a first-time donor and explains why. I grew up in Poland. The FDA did not allow people from Europe to actually donate blood. And it was lifted recently, and as soon as I heard about that, I decided I'm going to donate blood. We have a blood shortage right now. Ellen Stroud of Arlington sat at a table where snacks were offered she just finished donating. This is my third time donating, and so now Red Cross sends me the emails when it's time. And I also have other friends who work in healthcare who were like, go donate blood, there's a shortage. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. With the Baltimore Ravens getting ready to take on the defending NFL champ Kansas City Chiefs in Baltimore on Sunday, one store that sells Ravens gear is very busy ahead of the AFC championship game. WTOP's Mike Marillo checked it out. At Poor Boys Sports Store in Dundalk, Maryland. It's like the the Toys R Us for, for Baltimore sports, you know what I mean? When you enter, you pass a classic car painted in purple with a Ravens logo and under a sign which says Ravens Country, there's everything a fan could want. Michael Tyson owns the place. I try to get everything from... Oh, my gosh. Flags, lights, uh, purple beads, you, you name it. They have official playoffs clothing and even a purple glove cup holder. Ready with a 93-25. Cashier Luke says when it comes to business through the weekend. It's going to be about probably double to triple. A lot, a lot more people coming in. And that's not counting if the team goes to or even wins the Super Bowl. In Dundalk, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Still ahead after traffic and weather. Do you live in Virginia? Why you should retire there. I'm Jeff Glabel. Coming up on 508. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Rita Kessler in the WTOP Traffic Center. And for the first time in a couple days, we're actually pretty quiet throughout the area. Not a whole lot going on. You do have to watch for any areas where there may still be some rain falling, but areas where there's not, the roads are still a little wet, uh, and the road spray is causing reduced visibility, as well as dense fog in a lot of places as well, including getting across the Bay Bridge. So you do need to use caution getting across the bridge. The foggy uh, warnings don't carry any vehicle restrictions, but you do just need to use extra caution uh, crossing on that bridge and any bridges throughout the area. Southbound 29 in Ellicott City, the ramp to eastbound 100 had been a report of a wreck. The earlier problem on the outer loop topside at New Hampshire has been cleared. It was a broken down vehicle. At one point, most of the lanes were blocked, but everything reopened. Nothing left to look at. Callers reporting not even a delay coming from 95 all the way around toward Georgia and Connecticut. Beltway in Virginia looks good. Northbound 95, no problems out of Fredericksburg, crossing the Occoquan into Springfield. 60 still in good shape between Manassas and the Beltway. Uh, in Woodridge, 234 Dumfries Road near Spriggs Road had been a report of a wreck. Seeing a little bit of volume there uh, in Maryland, southbound 270. That's good out of Frederick into Rockville to the Lane Divide onto either loop of the Beltway. Now heading into the district, both 50 and the BW Parkway looking good. Whether you're heading on to New York Avenue toward the 3rd Street Tunnel or on to DC 295 to the 11th Street Bridge, northbound I-295 also looks good between the Beltway and the bridge and the inbound Suitland Parkway. No problems coming 
coming from Branch Avenue, headed across the Douglas Bridge onto South Capitol Street. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And here's 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Early fog this morning could be troublesome. Definitely give yourself some extra time. Watch out for the kiddos at the bus stop. Eventually, that fog will burn off. Some sunshine should break through. And if it all comes together, temperatures should get into the low 70s by this afternoon. A little taste of spring. Overnight into the 40s with just a few scattered clouds. Tomorrow, Saturday starts with sunshine, but clouds return. Highs in the 50s, still above average, but cooler than today. Some rain moves in for the back half of the day, and then some off and on showers, 40s likely for the day on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. On radar, we are seeing what looks like rain north and east of D.C., as well as south and west. We're talking places like Laurel and Springfield, Dale City, more on that to come. Temperature-wise, we're at 61 already at the wharf in D.C., 62 in Oxon Hill, 64 in Sterling. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 510, money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Many parents still haven't cut the financial cord with their adult children. A new Pew Research Center analysis finds more than half of 18 to 34-year-olds, 55%, are not completely financially independent of their parents. Adults in their 30s are the most likely to be completely financially independent from mom and dad. Gen Zers, the youngest of young adults, are the most likely to be at least partially financially dependent on their parents. The analysis also finds that among young adults age 18 to 24, 57% live in their parents' home. If you're nearing retirement age and you live in Virginia, WTOP business reporter Jeff Claybaugh says instead of moving away, maybe you should stay put. Florida and Colorado top the list for best retirement states, but Virginia is number three. WalletHub puts it there for several reasons. Virginia has some of the best elder abuse protections in the country, lots of high-quality geriatrics medical services, and no estate or inheritance tax. Maryland ranks in the bottom half of best states for retiring, almost entirely because of the high cost of living. Coming up, smoking weed in a state where it's legal can still get you kicked out of public housing, but a new bill would change that. It's 511. Super Saturday. Save 30% off plus get free delivery. Super Saturday, 10 to 9 at Ashley. Visit homestores.store for participating locations near you. Here's Oleg Tarkovsky, the Director of Behavioral Health Services at CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion Advancing Healthcare with CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield. Sponsored by CareFirst Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mental health is something every one of us has to some degree or another. It's our ability to deal with day-to-day ups and downs, and ultimately for most people, the ability to persevere through tough times. Mental illness, on the other hand, is a set of diagnostic criteria for which you can get diagnosed with a mental disorder. And so mental disorder, mental illness, sometimes used interchangeably, things like major depressive disorder, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, those are mental disorders. And so when it comes to the state of behavioral health in this area, I think the state of behavioral health is fairly strong. Despite of what we often see on the news, read in newspapers, most people most of the time are doing fairly well. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund, in partnership with the Salvation Army. Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. 
This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit waffhelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. Staples Stores provides innovative products and service for small business, remote workers, and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples Store. Coming up. Do you work from home? Well, Maryland and Virginia rank in the top 10 places nationally for digital nomads. I'm Valerie Bonk. More news in 60 seconds. Hello, I'm Rick Wiest, owner of Thompson Creek Window Company. And I'm excited to celebrate a partnership that's helped to shape how we connect with you thanks to WTOP. For nearly 20 years, Thompson Creek and WTOP have worked together to tell our story to their audience and our valued customers. At Thompson Creek, we offer high-quality windows at an affordable price. Because our windows are built in our own local factory, we design, build, and install our windows to eliminate the middleman and pass the savings on to you. WTOP's strength lies in creating marketing strategies that yield real results for businesses like ours. So if you're in search of great windows and doors to improve your home's comfort and lower your utility bills... I encourage you to call Thompson Creek at 855-57-CREEK or visit thompsoncreek.com. If you're looking to reach new customers for your business, I recommend reaching out to WTOP. Go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Adults can legally use marijuana for recreational and medical reasons in D.C. and 38 states, including Maryland and Virginia. But federal law says people who use pot can't be admitted into federally assisted housing and people already living there can be evicted for using it. Now, a bill introduced by D.C. Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton and Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey aims to change that. Their plan would allow people to use marijuana in federally assisted housing in compliance with state laws where they are. Norton says increasingly Americans are changing their views on marijuana, and it's time that Congress caught up with its own constituents. People who can work from home have it made in our region, according to new research. With more than 7,000 free Wi-Fi spots like coffee shops and malls and 67 co-working spaces, Maryland ranks as the fourth best state to work from home, according to a new study by global travel site Blue Pillow. They use data like available co-working spaces, free internet, the number of computer repair shops, and the average gas price to rank U.S. states and how easy it is to find a place to work. Virginia is up there, too, ranking eighth on the list. The best state in the nation is Massachusetts, according to the study, with Mississippi ranking last for the best places to be a digital nomad. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. A new restaurant is open at Union Market, and its reputation precedes it all the way from New York. Anna Spiegel with Axios DC tells WTOP's Dimitri Sotis about Pastis. 
So this is kind of the DC version of pastis. It's going to be different than the original. There's a little more European influence on the menu as well as the French. So you can still get a great, you know, burger or poivre, but you also find some fun dishes like pierogies and uh, chicken Kiev. It's going to be open for dinner only. It's near Union Market and they're going to add lunch and brunch eventually too. It also looks like a really pretty space. They have lots of kind of like a warehouse chic vibe and lots of nice lighting and it looks like a great spot for a drink or a full meal. Again, that's Anna Spiegel with Axios DC on Skype. For more local events and happenings this weekend and beyond, head over to WTOP.com. Our roundup of things to do in the D.C. area comes out every Thursday. Now a quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. We are starting this day with areas of dense fog, and this afternoon could feel like spring. How high might temperatures get? The first of its kind execution goes forward in Alabama. And there's an update on a Wall Street Journal reporter being held in Russia on espionage charges. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 518. Traffic and weather on the 8th to the traffic center and Rita Kessler. Well, it's a pretty quiet start to your morning commute. No major issues to talk about right now. Beltway looks good. Inner and outer loop through both Maryland and Virginia. No reports of any problems. Any overnight work zones have been cleared. Same thing with 95 in Virginia between Fredericksburg and Springfield. 395 looks good headed to and across the 14th Street Bridge. Now, we did have the earlier wreck reported in Woodbridge, Dumfries Road near Spriggs Road. Keep an eye out for response there. No problems along 66 in either direction. George Washington Parkway outside of the long-term work looking good from the Beltway headed all the way to the 14th Street Bridge. In Maryland, 270 looks good between Frederick and Rockville. No problems along 95 or the Baltimore-Washington Parkway in either direction. You'll also find southbound 29 in good shape coming out of Columbia all the way to University Boulevard in the Beltway. Now, it was the southbound 29 ramp to eastbound 100. There was a report of a wreck, a little bit of a curvy spot there. Uh, so the wet roadways could be the issue. Even if you're not seeing any rain falling where you are, the roads are still wet. So that's causing reduced visibility with the road spray as well as the fog in the area. So there are fog warnings on the Bay Bridge. Uh, very foggy trying to get across the bridge. All of your lanes are open in both directions. And really right now, no delay getting there. Join GDIT to grow your career beyond your imagination in government, defense, health, and intelligence. Apply now at gdit.com slash careers. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. And more on those conditions from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Looking at a very beautiful afternoon, but we've got to get through some dense fog this morning. It could be dangerous out there. Honestly, you could come across some patches of very dense fog with very limited visibility, so just use caution. But once that fog starts to lift, right, later this morning through the morning rush, I think we're going to see some nicer weather emerging. That afternoon sunshine could take us into the low 70s. Yeah, wow. Should be 45 this time of year. Now, overnight we're in the 40s, mainly clear. Tomorrow, starting off dry, we'll see some sunshine. Temperatures in the mid-50s to kick off your weekend, but then through the afternoon the clouds increase and some showers will return by Sunday, often on showers. Temperatures in the 40s, much cooler by Monday. We'll start to clear things out. We'll see average conditions, mid-40s for the first half of next week. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Start Weather Center. And on radar, we're seeing what looks like precipitation in the Alexandria area and some areas further south, like Hybla Valley and Lorton. We're at 62 degrees in Springfield now, 61 at Farragut Square, 56 in Laurel. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up, often guns are stolen out of cars. Now a plan to prevent that is moving forward. 520.
Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group, or just find us on your favorite podcast app. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. 522. Gun owners who leave a handgun in a place where it's visible to others, like a car seat, will face a $500 fine in Virginia under a bill approved in the state Senate. The Virginia Mercury reports it's an effort by Democratic lawmakers to stem what they call an epidemic of guns being stolen from cars. To become law, the plan still needs to pass the House of Delegates, and it's in danger of a veto from Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. This is your last weekend to check out the Washington, D.C. Auto Show, and we continue to bring you highlights from it. Nissan is showing off its electric SUV, and it wants you to take it for a ride on an indoor test track. John was at the show and spoke with Nissan's Casey Kilmer. So uh, the Aria is here, and we wanted to make sure consumers had a way to experience electric, not only just from a walk around and, and a conversation with a product specialist, but to feel the difference that EV makes and to, and to further educate them on what are those benefits to uh, electric vehicles and, and how does it fit into my life. I like that. An indoor ride, huh? Yeah, and it's right next to the Nissan display, so you don't have to, like, go outside or, you know, go wandering around the convention hall. It's just right there, and you sign up, and you get to sit in the car and ride along. Ah, convenient and cool. Well, next hour, we will hear about a car that can look way ahead for you. The show at the Washington Convention Center runs through Sunday. Changes are being proposed in one local school system when it comes to its headquarters. A bill filed in Annapolis would begin the process of potentially relocating the Prince George's County Public Schools headquarters. We have actually 17 offices. Uh, that operate across our entire jurisdiction. Chair Oscar Coleman, the chief operating officer of PGCPS, says the average age of those buildings is 64 years old, and they cost millions to maintain. Where the school system will move isn't clear yet, but the Largo area seems likely, though there's also talk of maybe three spaces instead of one. With one satellite in the northern part of the county, a satellite in the southern portion of the district, as well as that main hub in the center in Largo area. John Dome in WTOP News. 
Sports at 25 and 55. Hey, good morning. It's Diane Roberts joining us today. Hi, everybody. It is a Friday morning. Happy to be here. Uh, Wizards fans, got a lot of stuff going on. They had a 123-108 home loss to the Utah Jazz. That wasn't the headline of the evening, though. It was that head coach Wes Unsell Jr. was removed as head coach and into an advisory role in the front office just hours before tip-off. Unsell had a record of 77 and 